welcome to my show and thank you for taking the time to watch or listen. Uh, if you enjoy these interviews, please make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. I have uh, really original content coming up and uh, maybe even a few surprises. So make sure to hit that subscribe button. Uh, now on the show today, we have Laura Uldimon. Uh, she is from the Netherlands and they pronounce their G's as an H sound. So it's, it looks like Guldemon, but it's Huldemon. Uh, very interesting stuff. Very interesting woman. Uh, she is a metal singer, but has also done a little bit of pop music singing. And she was in a band called Shadow Rise that had a very 80s metal feel to it. And then uh, just when she thought she needed to get a full-time job and do that, uh, you know, kind of more as a hobby, she got the call to go sing in Burning Witches. And the rest is history. Uh, that's a big 80s metal sounding band. Great stuff. And uh, we had limited time today for this interview because Laura is obviously a very busy woman. Uh, but I think we got some great stuff done in here and some good questions. So I think you'll enjoy it. Okay, please welcome Laura Holdemon. Did I say that? Hi. Or you, yes. say you, say you say your name. You say it better. Than okay. It's the, Dutch, it's the Dutch thing. Yeah, that's exciting. From Burning Witches. Um, now, so yeah, like you said, you're, you're, it's a Dutch, uh, you're living in the Netherlands. Um, so talk about that. Are you, um, familiar with, I just did some homework on the Dutch and the Netherlands. Anouk, is that a big pop star in the, in the Netherlands? Yeah, I like, uh, Anouk. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, one of those artists that I learned to sing with, you know, so yeah. Yeah. Because I think I, I heard that you watched the voice and all those TV shows and those motivated you to become a better singer, but that's not metal music. So how do, do you, you like both styles then, huh? Yeah. I kind of wanted to be a guitarist. I really love the, you know, the loud guitars and, uh, for example, reinventing the steel of Pantera is totally my thing, but I couldn't, uh, I couldn't, uh, really play that well. I mean, maybe I just didn't know how to teach myself to play because I didn't have any teachers or whatever. And first, you know, gradually I changed into singing more. And it's, you know, to be honest, it is kind of easier to start with. You don't have to plug anything in. You just sing whenever you feel like it. You're ready, you know. Um, so I guess I'm the typical uh, the typical singer, you know, the typical singer that's a bit more lazy than the rest, possibly. possibly. <laughs> no, because you're such a good singer. I mean, that's got to take practice to get your craft that good, yeah. especially... I mean, those I got, I got addicted. I got really addicted. So I did practice a lot. <laughs> yeah. No. And so you were in this band, uh, Epic, what is it called? Epic Rock Choir. Was this a band or some sort of project or? No, yeah, it was actually a, a choir. And it was the choir that uh, is put together, like actually really for the theater equation from Arian. And that's a very special thing because it was the theater, you know, performance of the human equation from Arian and yeah, he is such, you know, it's an artist that, that makes it for other artists with a lot of other, you know, singers from well-known bands. So uh, James Labrie was there from Dream Theater, uh, yeah. you know, to name one, and, and Anneke van Giersberg. And so it was really, really cool. Uh, lots of people from all over the world came to that uh, that show to see it uh, because it was performed just a few times. Sure. Uh, if I remember correctly, four times in a, in a big theater in Rotterdam. So just uh, that was it. It was really special. Lots of work went into it. Yeah. Does, was, it, yeah. does it push you to be around singers like like of the James uh, from Dream Theater? I mean, he's such an yeah, amazing singer. Yeah. It's got to push you to be better, right? Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. It's. I think it's just um, in general, it's just such a special event, you know. So I didn't really think of it as. Um, 
I think I just wanted to join because it was such a special occasion and not necessarily yeah. because of the the great singers that are in there, obviously. But for me, it was just like, you know, so cool to be part of the whole experience. You know, it was more just, um, you know, a special thing, I guess. For yeah. sure. For sure. So Shadow Rise, your band before Burning Witches. Tell me about this band. I listened to them and it's a very similar sound to Burning Witches. Um, fast screeching guitars, screaming vocals, really good stuff. But you mm-hmm. had a couple albums with them. How was that? Was how was that going before you burn burning uh, or join Burning Witches? Before I burned with Burning Witches, yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> you burned your bridges with the Shadow Rise. No, you didn't burn a bridge. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's over now. Uh, but you know, I wouldn't say entirely burned it, but. Um, yeah, it was different and, you know, a little bit different than, of course, you know, you, you named a few similarities. So uh, the difference was it was more, you know, towards death metal opposed to what I'm doing now. Uh, but yeah, I've, you know, for vocals, I also could do super melodic stuff. But what I couldn't do and, and what I really love, you know, that I'm able to do in, in Burning Witches and uh, Burning Witches, I can just do everything. And also exactly what I like, because I think it's fun to be able to do everything, but I still love clean vocals the most, like melodic vocals. Mm-hmm. So maybe with a bit of an edge, but yeah, as long as it's melodic, that's that's still my thing. But um, now I am able to do all that in the Shadow Eyes. I actually shared it with a guy, uh, you know, a, a screamer. So right. he did all the screams and stuff. And now, yeah, I did some backing screams also on the album, but, you know, now it's just, uh, yeah. Basically, I'm, I'm doing everything now. And for me, that's just a lot of fun. Yeah, it's like yeah. It basically it was a big promotion getting going from Shadow Rise to Burning Witches. And talk about that yeah. because you were considering getting a full-time job, uh, working like a sales job at the time, yeah. and you were about ready to quit music. And then you get this call from Burning Witches. Yeah, talk I mean, quit that. is a big word, but I, I was keeping time open. And then I didn't need that flexibility and time, you know, to, to have a band besides a full-time job so i actually wanted to have a bit like a, a career you know in, in normal stuff like recruitment for example mm-hmm. uh which i was looking at at that moment <laughs> and uh, yeah then burning witches came and i actually needed the free time so then you know i kept being in sales and i did that freelance for a while actually to be honest yeah all the time besides that i also had my vocal coaching and i'm still doing that but and now again because it's you know uh, still a bit of a you know the covid time at this moment I'm also doing now another job, but yeah, it's I'm doing all kinds of things. I also have my Patreon page, and uh, sometimes yeah, I, I post uh, behind the stage stuff or, or maybe a cover or whatever, you know, from uh, a merch thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing a little bit too, too many things, maybe. <laughs> yeah, you're busy. We're gonna get to yeah. all that. But so when you join Burning Witches, you're replacing another singer and you have to deal with all the trolls. I think you have to deal with that yeah. in any band or, or anything that you're in the spotlight. Podcasters have to deal with that. But so how did you deal or how do you still deal with trolls like that? Do you use that as fuel to motivate you to be a better performer? I, you know, actually, um, I, I just ignore it, to be honest. Hmm. I, I, I get more energy from people that are just actually really into it and super happy that you're doing something you know but to be honest when i was you know still learning and i was not that good yet and i mean there's still you know little details i think i could do better but they're Mm -hmm. not that big you know so i don't really care that much anymore but when i was just starting out actually i i did have that when someone was a bit negative i would fight harder you know what i mean but it's it's i think i'm you know i'm i'm pretty happy with 
what I can do, who I am in Burning Witches and on stage. And yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. So I, I basically I ignore them. To That's good. I, I don't really want to be bothered with them or something. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. And yeah, I mean, obviously you guys have a lot of fans. So, I mean, because the band is reminiscent of like, you know, the Iron Maiden and Judas Priest so is it a lot of older fans that are fans of those bands or is it younger uh, fans because you guys are younger yeah. or is it a mix? Yeah, it's a mix, but a lot of old school people, of course. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, there are, <laughs> uh, there are like, yeah, I mean, like, to be honest, I think in all European metal festivals, you see how many old guys there are, right? Because it's, mm-hmm. of course, metal started, uh, you know, a generation ago and. Yeah, of course. That that's basically what you see walking around on a festival. I think. Um, yeah, those are our fans. I think that's that's basically what, what represents. So basically, we you know from everything a little bit, to be honest. Okay, so it is a bit. Yeah, because I I've noticed that when I go yeah. to rock shows now, it, you know, it's more it's a lot of older people, but there I am seeing a lot of these people. I think they're bringing their kids. And they're getting their yes, kids. Yes, yeah. <laughs> exactly. So we do have even yeah families coming. It's it's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's really cool. So talk about the themes of the band. I mean, witches. Uh, you said you had a friend who was into witches that kind of helped you out with some of these concepts. And because you know this this new album, Witch of the North, mm-hmm. it's about the uh, was it the goddess of love and war in uh, Norse mm-hmm. mythology, and she gave yeah. power to the witches. So talk about that. It's kind of interesting stuff. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. I think. Um, so there were actually like, you know, sometimes people think there are two separate goddesses. Like one goddess was uh, the goddess of love and would give powers to witches to see into the future and that kind of stuff. Freak, uh, she's called. And then you would have Freya, who would be uh, the goddess of lust and war. But some people thought they were the same person, goddess. Um, so I, th- I thought that was a pretty cool idea because... Uh, yeah, I was kind of looking, of course, for the connection with witches because the, we always want to sing, you know, something about witches. Um, and and last album, I was way more, you know, talking to this friend that you probably read somewhere on the internet. I was talking a lot with him for Dance with the Devil uh, because I know he is, you know, uh, yeah, really, really digging deep into all that stuff. And for me, it was... You know, I, I know all the cliches, you know, so I was talking to him for that album. But now we actually had like, a, you know, um, a specific theme. So we had this this thing about the Witch of the North. It, because it sounded, a riff Romana was playing sounded super Viking-ish. Hmm. So yeah, that was kind of the setting she had in mind, you know. So mm-hmm. that's how the Witch of the North started. And I basically, you know, as a lyricist, I, I just have to find the connection to the lyrics. And I was thinking, how how am I doing this? And then I found that. And it really, you know, appealed to me that there, uh, you know, in Norse mythology and, for, and then, of course, also Freya and Freak, they're strong figures. They're, they're, they're super awesome kick-ass. Uh, yeah, this super co- awesome kick-ass character. I wanted to have that uh, yeah. as the Witch of the North. So, yeah, yeah that's it. No, it's great stuff. And so the album's out. And um, now you guys are doing tour, the Swiss Domination Tour. Mm-hmm. That's uh, with, uh, what is it? Uh, Co- how do I say? Gomara? And what's the other band's name? Co- Comanica? Yes. Is that uh, so long? Co- Co- Comaniac, I think. Comania. Sorry. What did I is that how you pronounce it? Comania, I believe. Yeah. It's also the first time I, I, I hear that. So I someone of that band 
kind of should need to pronounce it. Maybe I'm, I'm saying it wrong too. But yes, yes, we're having our own tour. Basically, um, it's uh, yeah, it's what we wanted to do because uh, another tour got cancelled again. Also, you know, so uh, we wanted to do at least something, right? Because uh, the whole whole September we would have been on tour, but that got cancelled again. Was that the tour with uh, destruction that got cancelled? Um, no, no, no. That was with Primal Fair. Okay. And I, I, yeah, if I remember correctly, there, you know, do we maybe there are some dates cancelled also with destruction. I'm not sure, but. Uh, I, I remember, you know, just a few weeks ago, there were already some COVID problems, so it, it couldn't really happen. But um, anyway, we now have a few Swiss dates extra this year. <laughs> so if you want to see us, it's possible in Switzerland. And if I remember correctly, in, in December, but I'm not sure if it's this year or, the, or next year, but oh, let me check now. Okay. We do have more. Maybe in England. I'm just double checking if it's England. <laughs> oh, is there stuff that's not on the website too? No, nah, well, everything should be on the website. <laughs> okay, yeah, because I just I looked know. it there and it looked I like yeah, Switzerland. Uh, and you have stuff for February 2022. And uh, you have so yeah, you've oh, yeah, already yeah. dates for, for next year, this summer. I don't, yeah, we, we do have festivals planned like Sabaton Open Air, um, Greenfield yeah. Festival in Switzerland. Yeah, everything is. is is it, it you know they're coming in the, the gigs but okay so the, we have lots lots of Swiss parties and then in November um, nineteen twenty or twenty one I'm not really sure because it's like a three day festival but we play on the Metallian birthday party in France <laughs> so that sounds good and we go to at the end of the year we go to Sheffield and then it's fun we actually play on a festival called. HRH Vikings. So the Witch of the North fits. <laughs> in Sheffield. Yeah, that's perfect. Now, and no dates. Uh, December, yeah. Nothing in coming to America, though, huh? Mm, no, because uh, it's still really difficult. The, the bands that decided to tour sometimes have a bit of a difficult time. You know, it's a bit tricky still. Sure. So it's, it's I'm kind of jealous they're on tour, but apparently it's not that... Uh, it's not as good as it looks, you know, <laughs> yeah. because of all the regulations still. So it's better to wait a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully, yeah, when things loosen up a little bit, get better, then uh, you guys could do a tour here. That would be fun. Yeah. And then um, tell me about this uh, Generation Lost project. It's like where you combined film score music with metal. Is that, yeah, are you still I working wanna, on that? Yeah, I, I still want to do that. And then I kind of want to take the science fiction film score stuff. So it's not the classic symphonic metal, but more like film score vibe so it sounds as big as you know some symphonic metal sounds but with mm -hmm. film score music that's a bit more modern you know or different i just want to do something that um that's a bit more fresh but it that would be really cool i think and i do want to do that but at the moment i'm yeah i don't think i have enough focus on that I'm, I'm doing too many other things and i'm just waiting until the the right time is there to pick that up again but i still think it's a really cool thing i would would want to do someday yeah absolutely well let's yeah let's talk about some of these other things you're doing now do you still do artwork i don't know if i've seen artwork. any of this. what do you mean artwork what kind I thought, of i, I mean, thought i heard that you do, you do any artwork like you uh, do any painting or drawing or anything like that i think i think you talk to someone that is uh yeah, I think I know what you mean. My boyfriend likes to, because he also had some more free time during uh, COVID, you know, so 
he actually paints and what he does is he loves to just play around with colors you know the, the acrylic painting where you can just put stuff on a, on a canvas and it kind of flows into each other you have something super nice and marbled and then he sometimes does that on you know he makes a lamp so basically oh. uh, okay he made a few lamps in the form of a bass guitar and a guitar and then the, you know in the middle there's a hole with some light shining through with LED lights and stuff like that, really cool. And uh, I can show you at least the marbles, uh, the marble paintings I got there. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be really cool. Wow, I could see yeah. a painting. Oh, that's a, oh okay, really? I see. Yeah, this is a paint. Oh, wow, that's yeah. really neat, shiny too. Yeah, right. So the, I like this one because it's so you know contrasty with shiny stuff. Anyway, the colors, yeah, so yeah very dark, yeah. So that's uh, your boyfriend sure. that does that. that. That's not your artwork, though. That's your boyfriend. No, that's my boyfriend. Okay. So you're I doing... Do you're... I do my own nails. Maybe oh. that's the mix-up. <laughs> that counts. Well, and you, you have... So your YouTube channel, because you also... You do these covers. Like, you have Ace of Spades and Jingle Bells and Happy New Year and, and uh, Nightwish by Siren. And are these just... Are this part of the Patreon thing, or are these just ones for fun? Yeah, I, I have... Uh, I, I have to edit, uh, actually four or five covers I still have lying around. <laughs> so yes, they're part of the Patreon page and I just have to edit the videos and then I can upload them. Um, but yeah, I, I, gave, uh, I gave early releases on the Patreon page and I also give the higher quality uh, MP3s on the, on the page or WAFs even. But yeah, so that's, uh, that's also what I do. And sometimes, yeah, now I don't really have time anymore because everything's slowly starting up, but... I was doing live streams, but I think I can better, you know, put more effort in the covers now, to be honest, because live streams is, yeah, it's going to be difficult if I'm, um, yeah, if I have to be everywhere at the same time, you know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah, you're so, and the other thing you're doing on your your YouTube channel, which I think is really cool, and and you're doing it for free, is you're you're teaching people how to sing, how to sing with a microphone on stage, these vocal coaching videos. You're not worried about giving all your success secrets away for free? You don't want to charge for that? Um, yeah, I, I just it's something that I tried now. I think uh, I thought it was a good idea to make the five-minute vocal coaching. So they're short and easy to understand. And exactly what you wanted to see, you know, if you're looking for something, then it's just five minutes of that exact thing. But um, yeah, no, I'm not afraid because I know how important it is for a lot of people including myself when I learned, you know, to get feedback. So if you're, I'm not, I'm okay, not feedback, you know, via the boxes, but, you know, feedback for how you're doing something because you just want to know for sure if you're doing it correctly. And, and for so many people, that's actually the reason why they go in, you know, to take singing classes in the first place. They just want to be sure. And, and that's what I can help people with, you know? Yeah, no, that's really cool. And then um, back to your Patreon thing. I think this is really cool. So you have this magician level. For $127 a month, you'll buy people a beer if you see them at the concert and then you'll call <laughs> yeah. them and sing a song on their birthday. And then after a year yes. of being on the Patreon at the magician level, you will give them a living room concert and come to their special event. I mean, they have to pay for yeah. your flight and expenses, obviously, but yes. you'll go anywhere in the world. That's pretty yeah, if cool. It, yeah, why not? I mean, it's it, for me, it's fun. For them, it's fun. Uh, they supported me, obviously, a lot in a year yeah. if they pay that much a year. And I was thinking, well, I do these live streams, I do the covers, so I already know enough songs to play for them, you know. So 
yeah, why not? You know, it's it's fun, um, and and you know they really get something in return. I mean, you know, as long as I don't have too many people that are willing to pay that, I can do it. You know, so well, that's, you just it's raise fun. the price yeah. if you have too many, and then you just make it more. It's supply and demand. Yeah. Right? that's business uh, yeah. one. That that's true. So if it's getting out of hand at some point, I have to do that. For for now, it's nice, and uh, yeah, that's really cool that you do that. I love that. So. Um, let's see. I like to end each episode. I know you got to get out of here. So, uh, we'll end this up with a charity mm-hmm. and you wanted to promote mm-hmm. the, uh, the rotary, uh, Rotarians for mental health. Uh, I didn't know yeah. that was a worldwide charity. I knew that was here in America, but it's, it's over there uh, too. huh? Yeah. Rotary is super international. Apparently I didn't knew really about it too. I thought it was, uh, just from the UK at first, but no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, and the fun thing is, uh, they have actually a metal head departments just you know for fun they actually get together a few times a year stuff like that oh yeah okay that was the thing metalhead fellowship metalhead fellowship and they asked me to do um yeah to join in the campaign for mental health yeah i think it's important you know uh so i joined for that and uh yeah so that's 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 what i um that's why I wanted to to name this. Okay, also. absolutely, yeah. So people, I will put your website up there, and then the Patreon. If people want to join, you have different levels, sorts of different levels. I think the highest one, though, you'll record any cover that they want on the goddess level. The goddess level, that one's really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah, then I mean, a, yeah. Yeah, if they have a few extra bucks, they can throw it to that charity. So that's very cool. Thank you, Laura. Thank you for doing this. Anything else you want to promote here? Did I miss? Um. What do I want to promote? Yeah, just come to the next gig if you really want to see us. We're, you know, at least in Switzerland a few times, in France and in the UK this year. So okay. just uh, come and see Burning Witches on the Road. This, the next one is the 17th. That's a pretty cool one, I, I believe, at least. I'm not sure if it's sold out or not, but yeah, you should have a, a you should just check it maybe. But it's a metal cruise in Switzerland on the Zurich Lake. So oh, that sounds cool. really fun. Okay. And well, Yes. Be on time there the whole day. Keep an eye out because I'm going to do some guest vocals at another artist that's uh, oh. playing there. Okay, very cool. Thanks yeah. for the tip. I appreciate it. All right, thanks for doing this. I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Laura Holdemond, Burning Witches is the band. Check them out on Spotify or YouTube. Follow them on social media and check their website for tour dates. If you're a really big fan, you can sign up for the Patreon page some really cool stuff on there um, or you can buy some merch on their website and hopefully they'll hit the state soon it would be cool to see them with one of the other bands i interviewed like nervosa or something like that Uh, so thank you to laura and thank you all for listening Uh, if you enjoyed this interview make sure to subscribe to keep up with future episodes or check out some of my old episodes too i got some great interviews on here and if you want to support the show your likes comments and shares on youtube and social media will help me out a ton And if you want to write a review on Apple Podcasts, that will also help me, but also help more people find the show and then we can grow more that way. So thank you all for taking the time to make it to the end. Have a great rest of your day and remember to shoot for the moon.